later on today's episode. To be when I first got with that company, I was, right? Like mm-hmm. the position, my first major milestone position um, I had reached. And um, I was really unhappy. And yeah, alignment is really important because it just, it definitely did not feel aligned with where I was supposed to be anymore. And it kind of started making me question a lot of things about where I was headed and why I was headed there. And I've talked before on the podcast about this, but sometimes our goals are not ours. They were put there by Mm -hmm. society or they were put there by our parents or, you know, just, I guess, just like, you know, Patrice and Sierra said like, oh, a lawyer, oh, a doctor, like those were not put there by them, you know? Hello, this is Patrice. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Here at the Melanated Intellects podcast, we talk about everything from Black mental health and personal growth to Black world history. And my name is Shayla. Here you will find a balance between topics everyone is talking about and topics no one is talking about. Either way, we guarantee we will be bringing our distinct intellectual perspective. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you for clicking on this episode. We left off with our sisters, sister talk, when to leave. Uh, So that's what we're going to be continuing. If you have not heard part one, I don't understand. I I wish someone (laughs) would fill out the survey and help me understand. Sometimes people jump to part two and three, even though they have not heard part one of any of our, like, and I just, that just really makes me scratch my head, but that's okay. Yeah. Hopefully you heard part one. If you are just only listening to part two, I appreciate your listening anyway, but just know that I do have a few questions and I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you (laughs) and I'm scratching my head a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. We're talking about when to leave. Um, last episode, we covered, I think, a lot of ground. Relationships in general, but also romantic, our telltale signs, knowing when to leave, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few more things that we're going to cover in this episode that we did not cover in the first one. So I just want to set the scene. We have our sisters here. My sister is Cartier. Patrice's sister is Sierra. And we're close to our sisters. If you have not gathered that by listening to us uh, up until this point, and um, we got a lot to say, we got a lot to get into. So, ladies, any questions or anything you want to say before I hop in? Um, just another forewarning. Bear with us. Prepare to be entertained. And um, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, so we left off last time. We were kind of talking about <clears throat> what comes to mind when you know it's time for you to leave a relationship, and that wasn't limited to romance. Now I want us to shift gears a little bit, um, and I'm really interested to hear our answer to this. What comes to mind when you know it's time for you to leave social spaces? Social spaces. So when you think about mm. that, what comes up, ladies? Cartier, I'm going to have you go first. Oh, hot damn. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Her face was definitely uh, still processing. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I'm ready to leave a social space, um, mm. I start engaging in conversation less and less. Mm. I hit you like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then we're <laughs> the audience. You didn't see else. that, but she was looking someplace else as she was. Yeah, uh, I'm like, looking talking somewhere to the else because I'm yeah. trying to make my segue out. Like, oh, what? That is so crazy. Oh my god! Oh, look at that baby light up shoes. They is too cute. 
all right, girl, I'm going to head on out. <laughs> you know, you got to take them on a ride. Um, when I'm not paying attention to the conversation, um, when I can no longer control my facial expressions, I, I, I don't have much control oh. over them anyway. Okay. Sometimes the room and myself were all shocked about my face. Um, <laughs> but when I really can't control them or I don't care anymore, time to take me home I gotta is go. there anything specific that could be happening happening in the social space to make you want to be done or leave or no um yeah I don't do ghetto I don't Ooh. I don't do ghetto if we're out I am very easily embarrassed, embarrassed. um and so if we're out you acting a fool now with Cardi Cartier you're not mm-mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything causing a scene, I'm answering for her. Anything causing a scene, <laughs> um, <laughs> even if most people wouldn't consider it to be causing a scene, if it is perceived as causing a scene for Cartier, she's ready to go. Mm. Yeah, we're, we, okay. can, we can wrap it up. Um, easily embarrassed. I don't know what else is really making me. Recently. I've been doing a lot better if I feel myself really starting to get upset, angry, that it's going to go really bad. Um, then I have been working on trying to leave the space. I'm going to just go. Mm. Be in the middle of talking mm. and I'm going to head out. Um, I think that's about it. Shayla, do I really have any more? I don't know. I feel like that covered a lot, but you never know what might come up for us as Patrice and Sierra answer. This is true. So, yeah, I think that's, that's it true. for me. Okay. What about you, Sierra? It sounds so simple. Maybe I feel like it's kind of a dumb answer, and I know there's no dumb answers, but I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I could go home and chill. Like, I'll have more fun by myself right now, you know? And, and maybe that's just like the dumbed down answer, but it's just like, it just depends because I have, you know, friends and family where we be chilling, just watching stuff. There's really not much conversation, but we're enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. It may look boring to people looking from the outside in, but it's like this quality time. It feels good and I'm enjoying it, you know, but it's just like, a, I guess if I'm not engaged, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm good. Because there's been times like, well, I would go out with a group and then they want to go on to the next spot and I'm like I'm tapped y'all do yeah. that I'll, you need a ride there I'll drop you off <laughs> I'm not going I'm done I'm not interested anymore mm-hmm. I had my fun we good we talked like you mm-hmm. know so I don't know it seems I don't know kind of oversimplified answer but it's just like I guess when I'm not engaged then I guess that can be many settings because like you know as you're saying, like in an argument and or you feeling yourself even responding in a negative manner or way or feeling, you know, it's just like, mm, I don't want to engage like that either. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just how I'm engaging in the moment, I guess, would kind of dictate where it's like, okay, either I'm not interested or I was going to pull out something from me that's not positive. So time to get out of this space. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. What about you, Patrice? Um. So I just recently made a lot of sense of this, probably 
uh, literally maybe two hours before we start recording because something told <laughs> oh. me, I don't know why I was, I was scrolling on TikTok and I found somebody talking about natal chart and where your Venus sign is and all that stuff. And I was like, damn, where's my Venus? Who is Venus? No, just kidding. But I wanted to uh-uh. dive deeper into this. And so I looked at my natal chart and I was like, oh, and I did like a full deep down where all the planets are for me. And all, and it was, I almost screenshotted it all to you, but it was like 50 paragraphs. I didn't want to do that to you. So I figured I'd explain to you later. But it was so spot on. It was almost traumatizing. So I say this to say, I, I, I and I'm an astrology person, in case you haven't noticed since whatever, I don't care about your side eyes. But so I'm a Capricorn Scorpio moon. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm not going to go through 50 planets. But I, I, through the pandemic, in addition to that, I've also learned that as much as I start this podcast talking about how social I am and social butterfly am I have learned through this pandemic that I'm also very much which I never can say the word right an omnivert meaning I'm equally as extroverted as I am introverted oh you only eat plants Make plant. <laughs> <laughs> actually she does only eat plants oh yes. yeah <laughs> I'm the riverish okay I'm the riverish <laughs> yes but that is not the term <laughs> I got it. I'm picking up. I'm on what you're growing, Patrice. Okay. She only eat plants and her Capricorn is in Pluto. Okay. We ready. My scorpion. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Let me stop. I say that to go to say, you know, Scorpio is a very passionate moons to have and a a Capricorn is also very analytical so for me when I'm in like and Shayla will tell you this I like deep conversation that's that's a big part of this podcast how we've described this podcast this used to be our happy hours like this is how I interact with people when it comes to my friends this is we just talk you know so when I go to events or hang out with people and everybody's on their phone no I don't mm. like shit like that because it's my time, baby. You we could be scrolling at home. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, if I that's what, yeah, feeling like still irks me a little bit. Like yes. we're all together and we're at the table, whatever, and I look at it. Everybody's on there. Everybody's on your phone. That might you be know. the all head of me, but I don't like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And y'all know I have, I've talked about we talked about this on the dating um sisters episode. Once the beauty blender touches my face, I'm invested. So as soon as I done got made up and I came out to spend time with you and you on your damn phone (laughs) and it's not to record our good time, you on your damn phone. Why are we here? I could be eating at home, chilling, save my little coins, scrolling through some true documentary, that true crime documentary that I don't have no business watching. I could be doing this, investigating a case in my spare time, playing Sims or something and you're interrupting me. So I don't like that. I will say as well. So the phone thing is a big deal. Um, I'm gonna say this. I don't mesh well with people who are also very surface level too, because I do like to have conversation. So like, if things like looking like you're having a good time. But when it comes down to it, you aren't like, it's only when the camera's on and once it's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole flex and VIP thing. Mm-hmm. You were not talking to me until you bring out this camera and say, come on, Patrice, girl, we weren't talking five minutes ago. Get over there. Like, you know, I don't like the fake shit. I don't like weird shit. Um, 
God, I feel like there was another one. One of y'all said something else that definitely stood out for me. It's not ghetto. But I feel like it keeps roaming in my head, but um it's hard to embarrass me <laughs> I do accept quite a few different levels of crazy my family mm-hmm. you know they they are very outspoken we've got stories um <laughs> most establishments that we become regulars to they know who my family is where's your mom at where's your auntie at they know who they are and it's not because <laughs> they've got to know them that well like <laughs> Oh no. Okay. Oh no. Oh yeah. I my when you come from I love my family, but they're southern, they're outspoken, they're very much crazy as hell. So mm. I mean, one of my favorite stories from my uncle is him being chased by the cops and getting up on the hill and looking back and talking about how big of a how beautiful of a Christmas tree it looked like was chasing him because of all the lights. Oh my god. <laughs> So my family, when he comes into Phoenix, he likes to do uh, uh, donuts in the parking lot. Talking about, I just got out of prison. Like that used to be a thing for him to scare people. So my family is very country, very much outspoken. So it's hard to it's hard to embarrass me. Um, Now is that okay? Probably not. Probably not. Um, (laughs) I don't do that shit, but it's funny to watch. So I guess Mm. I enable it in a little. (laughs) So tiny, so tiny. Um, I feel like there was another one, but I can't think of it right now. Um, Oh, I am a I am a vibes person. So if I witness other people feeling disrespected or energy being off or we're, it's just not a good group to really come together. I'm probably either not going to tend to begin with, or I'm going to maybe just pop in and go because it's not really my type of scene. I'm very much on everything being right when it comes to the energy of a room. So if you don't really feel authentic, it don't really feel like a good time. It don't really feel like the right people being blended together. Some people really like to just, for the sake of having numbers, open up an invite. And I'm not a fan of opening up invites because every friend don't need to be blended with the other. That's not how that works. Unless you got mature friends who are going to respect different opinions and different approaches and different people. But like, if you know you got some, hey girl, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that very hollering friends you probably should not bring them around the professors of the group that's probably not a good mix to expect a good time unless those professors have alter egos or some shit you know that probably should not blend um and i guess that leads me to my next thing so it wasn't ghetto cardi it was people who act like they don't have nothing to lose so deep being comfortable drinking and driving being comfortable Mm doing shit that can get you arrested, doing shit that can cause too much attention to us as a black group, or I'm the only black person, you acting a damn fool, and we in a space where I could definitely be put in some type of danger or made uncomfortable. If you act like you don't have nothing to lose, you're definitely not, you're probably not even my type of friend to hang out with because okay. I'm going to always operate like that in public just because I do, I work really hard for mine. So I'm not going to be posting bail because of some shit you done got yourself into this weekend. Mm. I'm going to leave. Absolutely. So those are pretty big deals. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not really, okay. Before I give my answer, let me just say that, um, it's me. 
Okay. For social spaces, <laughs> for social spaces is me. Okay. So if you have a social space that qualifies for things I'm about to say, it's not you. I, I want you to have a good time in your space. I'm just saying it's not the space for me. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, I don't like too many people. I'm I am mm. not. I've we've talked about this before. I am not outgoing. I am not an extrovert. Um, you know, I would prefer a solid group of people than to to you know as patrice say have numbers um because something if when things get too peopley it's time for me to go and i can't <laughs> say the number of too many people that is for me and it could vary on the day but i started by saying it's me right it could vary on the day um but yeah too many people i don't like drama um, so I just, I just, that's not my vibe. You know, I want everybody to have a good time. Um, safety for sure. So to piggyback off of what you said, Patrice, like I am such a rule follower and a law abiding citizen. You don't want me there. You don't, you don't want me there. You yeah. don't want me there. Cause I'm not going to be yeah. a good time for you. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, I'm, it's not wrong with your space. Do what you do. What you, do. you know, I'm not mm-hmm. mad at you. I'm just saying I'm not about to be a good time. So don't, don't invite me to that. Um, I really, when there's an absence of certain things, I won't say I I will leave, but I'm not staying long. So like, and I feel like in some previous episode, in some previous episode, I talked about this and I can't remember which one it was, but um, okay. I'm not a clubber, like Mm -hmm. at all. I don't yeah, like dan- this. Yeah, yeah, I don't like dancing out in public on singles and successful is sufficient. If you haven't heard that, please do. I talked about my permanently single stage. So stage. ten times out of ten, I'm not going out looking for um male attention to exchange number. I don't want to exchange numbers. I don't want to talk. I don't want to. So if you don't have, so the absence of if you don't have good conversation, good food, and solid lighting. I'm probably not going to be there because I, if I'm not going to dance and I'm not going to be your wing woman, I make a horrible wing woman. I'm not, I'm not going to kick it with his friend while you get, that's just, I'm just not going to. And I think that's yeah. okay that you do. I'm just saying, I'm not going to, then there's no need for me to be there. So there's certain spaces where it's just like, it would make sense for you to invite me to that. And I understand how you don't know me that well. And you thought, Oh, Shayla could come to that, but it's just, it's just not for me. It's not my cup of tea. And it hasn't been for like a really long time. I can remember being like in middle school and high school and being like, you know what? Parties aren't my thing. Not in that way. Um, social spaces. I do not get easily embarrassed. Um, however, I don't. Okay. And this could piggyback off of what Cartier was saying about the ghetto, but if we're in a very nice establishment, and we're in a higher end establishment. I need for us to not be bringing too much attention to us as the only or very few black people there. So mm-hmm. I can be sensitive to that. And that doesn't necessarily yeah. have to mean ghetto actually, but it's just like everyone in the establishment doesn't need to know that we've never experienced a luxury experience like this one before. So let's, I'm not asking you to fake it. I'm just bring it down a notch. Um, so yeah, I, I would prefer if there's not a scene, I'm not easily embarrassed, but there are, you can go so much where I'm like, I'm done here. Uh, cause it's too much scening for me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, those are the things that come to mind. Yeah. Energy. I can agree with that. Patrice vibes and energy. 
Um, I, and also, I don't like to be in spaces where I'm not welcomed. Yes. If I don't feel that. welcomed, um, I, I, that's is is gonna be quick. It's gonna be a real quick in and out situation. I don't. I don't like that. Shayla, I'm so happy you're here. Okay, so. I didn't want to go into a certain level of energy um, because I didn't want to seem complicated. But I'm going to be honest. Your honors just empowered. Your answers just empowered me. Not because they're worse. Just because it did empower me. Okay. Um, music. I'm a big music person. I'm a big music person. My party groove is old head party groove. So I'm a Maxwell grooving type of gal. I'm a Ozzy grooving type of gal. I'm a uh, uh God, what is that song? It's my jam too. Uh God after party, coffee, like I, I'm a I'm a old school type of girl, okay? Yeah, soul R and B, Afrocentric 90s era music. That's 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 me. So I understand this about myself. Don't get me wrong. I had trap days. I did. Please believe I did. Um, I'm so happy we didn't have cameras back then. <laughs> but that has since passed. My trap moments are at home, you know, um, probably with my homies being being silly or having my own party or just whatever. We cut up in our own space. I don't usually do that in public, especially the way cameras are today. So I'm not, you're not going to ever find me two hands on the knees. Shay, I think I've talked about this with Shayla. I got to think about putting my hands on my knees. Once I, once we get to that point, it's, 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 <laughs> I don't it's know far. nothing about, we this talked about the this second on the time episode. she didn't make it seem like I know <laughs> where she's headed and I don't know at all. You don't like, as in, you don't like putting your hands on your knees? Once you touch the knees, it's a, def, it's a different level of groove and you twerking and it's, it's, for me, it's another level. It means I'm about to cut up and I probably shouldn't be doing this in public if I want to. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to leave when you're getting the urge to put your hands on your knees. Is when that I'm like, saying? oh shit, and the hands start coming in. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Um, no. Patrice, stand up. Stand up, Patrice. Um. Oh. I'll be like Shayla. Get her. Cold. Get her. Get her. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> she about to cut up. She about to cut up. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, when I'm with my homie, sure. But in public, I don't really do that. Um. And I don't know why. It's just a thing, I guess. Whatever. But so, I. I. I I can do one or two trap songs or one or two bops and bangers today. I like Mank. I like Cardi. They're good. I'm a rap to them if I can understand them, but that's it. But I can't do a whole night filled with it. That's, oh. that's not my style. So, really? okay. yeah, I, I, that's just something I've learned. And I'm more of a, if I do go out to dance, it's a more of a lounge bar that just happens to have a dance floor than it is a full-on out club these days. I don't like getting hot, okay? I'm thick. <laughs> I get hot very easily. And it, I don't like feel like I got to squeeze my big behind through a lot of people. I don't like that. I don't like the secret hands that come through and squeeze while I'm trying <laughs> to get through neither, so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh-uh. I felt that, sir. I felt that, okay? I don't like that. He <laughs> said, no, I felt that, ma'am. I felt that. trying to see who it is that's the one with the creepy grin, like... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You carrying uh-uh. a blessing, girl. Come on, while here with it. to hide all that glory. No, Carry no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> not not yeah. hide all that glory. <laughs> come on, come on! No, no, sir, uh-uh, sir. Look straight ahead, sir. Don't t- don't touch. Don't look. Is it that? 
in your experience, that type of music is usually associated with a crowd that you don't think aligns with you at this time? Or is it strictly about the music? It is about the music, I will say. Because I'll listen to that in my spare time, even in my feel-good time, even in my turn-up time, that's not it. So I have it mixed up in there, but it's not back-to-back. So I don't think I could go to a current-day hip-hop place because... Like, in fact, I went to him when I was in Charlotte with my girl, and I was like, this is supposed to be a hookah lounge. This is very hype. Why are we so hype? Can we? And so we went across the street to the O'Head spot because they were playing Mary J. Blige. Mm. So <laughs> they were playing a lot of, and for, for one, again, I, we talked about this on the music episodes. I also have not followed a lot of the new rappers. I don't understand a lot of them. Yeah. I like rappers I can rap along with. I do like to get my little bursts on, you know what I'm saying? But in my mind, I'm a great rapper. So I do like to have that moment. And if I don't mm. know what you're saying, I, can, I don't even understand it. Oh. It gets a little crazy these days. It's just not really my type of music too. So um, that's another thing. Music is very big. Um, So that, yeah. And I like throwbacks. And if it's not, okay. I feel like the newer day hip hop spots don't throw back enough for me neither. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I am learning yeah. so much. I'm, you, oh. Y'all know what I, I, I mean, head. I can understand the music needing to match the vibe. Because uh, you said yeah, hookah lounge. That. You was like hookah lounge. Why are we turning up? Right. That doesn't match the yeah. vibe. At least yeah. your vibe. I don't know the vibe of the place, but I guess it didn't match your vibe or at least the vibe you was trying to be in in that night. So I yeah. can understand that, I guess. I guess. I mean, I guess the music doesn't impact me as much because I'm not going to bust it out anyway. Uh, um, I will say, kind of to piggyback off of Patrice, um, if I go somewhere and it's not what I imagined it to be, like, ooh. I'm going to be real like, it's time for me to go. What is What is this? Mm. What is this? Like, if you tell me we're celebrating your grandma's birthday party, and then there's there's strippers here. I'm gonna be like, um, I'm lost. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. Um, and then we start getting into like, I feel like it was a waste of my time. And then it's, <laughs> I don't yeah. do well when things are a waste of my time. So now it's gonna feel like I should have stayed in the bed. So I could see with like the vibes, not it wasn't it. You didn't tell me that this is what I was about to come into. Like, you sold me a separate dream. Yeah, I mean, I am a mood person, but that would probably impact me going, not necessarily me leaving, but I am a mood person. Like, if I'm not in a mood for that thing, I'm not going. Like, I don't want to go to the thing because, you you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So part of me being in the mood is preparation for what I'm about to go into. Like, what, what is the vibe? Like, is it brunch and a couple ladies getting together? Are there couples? Are we, are, is everyone booed up? Are we dancing? Are we dropping it? Like it's hot. Like, what are, what are we saying? Like, you know what I mean? Cause I need to be in mm-hmm. the mood and then I need to determine maybe I can't be in the mood for that today. So then yeah. cause a lot of times I'm, I'm not going cause I was in the mood for brunch and mimosas and you're letting me know it's time to turn up and I can't switch my moods like that. She Can we, t- I plan my mood. Oh yeah. I plan my mood. I think I will also say, like, if you don't have your stuff together, like, if you invite me out, like, okay, girl, we're going to have a brunch. It starts at 9 a.m. 
I get there. The food's not supposed to be delivered until 1130. I'm upset. Because, yeah. you know, she also don't like being hungry, but you know, I don't like. I did <laughs> not eat hungry. before I left the house this morning, girl. Because I thought you was gonna yeah. have breakfast potatoes here. Where are the potatoes? Okay, that's the mimosas, mimosa me. Um, so yeah, that'll. That's like I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make my own breakfast because y'all. I can. almost said hungry, and I didn't. I was like, I'm, I will leave the social space if I'm too hungry. Yeah, like, too like hungry. Thanksgiving, like all right, waiting on the uh, food too long. Yeah, like everybody be there at four. Okay, I'm a I'm a on time black person, right? So I'm yeah, there. but you know when they say be there at four, it ain't gonna be ready at four. Yeah, but if I nah. come in at five thirty and you mean to tell me you just putting seasoning on the turkey, I'm, if you don't. You know it takes turkey a long time to cook. <laughs> we, I am, I'm going, I'm going home. Okay. I got my own seasoned turkey here, and I will talk to y'all next Thanksgiving because you playing. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You playing yeah. with that turkey. You know I ain't eat today. Huh. <laughs> I so feel like you should have do... came with something to eat because you knew. Oh, probably no, no, I didn't she know you was gonna prepared. waste my time like that. I thought. No, I feel like you definitely should have had a snack. You know, I mean, she you know, a little chips prepared. or something, but you know, I'm a full What'd meal type of girl. <laughs> What'd you say for this? I feel like we need to unpack brunch because it has evolved from just brunch. And I think you have to know what type of place you're going to when somebody says, hey, let's go out for brunch. Because brunch these days, you know, you want to get cute. You want to get out. You know, you want to do your thing, especially if it's a bunch of ladies. You're having your little cute glasses, you know, maybe even a rooftop. Who knows? But I have seen some brunch establishments. I see. I'm like, why are people sweaty? Why? Why are? Why is this turning into a full on club in the middle of the day? Lights are have gone down. Like I have seen that. And I'm like, oh. I'm not sweating out my good clothes I out think, here. We came out here to eat. I think it's so annoying, like, especially in those brunch environments where the music is so loud. And I'm like, what? Yes. yes. Wait. <laughs> what? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bro. Oh, you didn't say that? Wait, what? I'm annoyed. I can't even talk to you. Right. Literally across the table from me. I'm like, this ain't brunch. This is the club. Yes. This like, is oh, the I did not know. Saturday night I... continued Sunday morning. Like, yes. I have not been. Out. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't that, know. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when all those ladies got, like, were going viral because they, at that establishment, they stood up on top of the tables and the furniture and were, like, dancing and getting real hype in it? Granted, it looked like they were the only ones in that establishment, but, like, I I understood why they did that because some places do allow that. They do allow a true party. It turns into a club. Out here, they do it. Out here, they absolutely do it. Um, wow. There are a lot of brunch spots that are called brunch that turn to a club. I'm not mad at you partying midday because I love a day drinking a good time, okay? Please understand that. <laughs> but I'm going to be upset if I came out here in satin or a material that's not meant to be sweating in. And now my edges, like, I don't like that, okay? And that's also something I prepare for. I got to go to work tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I'm going to work tomorrow. Oh. On a Sunday, I got an wow. Uber home because I don't got this. But it's too much. It's too much. That's brunch has evolved. Yeah, the brunch oh, vibe. Brunch should be very laid back. Laid back. That's, yeah. The cinnamon yeah. syrup French toast. 
with the biscuits with the and the chicken, chicken and waffle. Yeah. Mimosa Absolutely. meat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mimosa yeah. meat. You know, I, I want you to like spray the orange juice on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spray it. Yeah. 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 It's not for twerking. Girl, yeah. I have. I mean, I'm like y'all. Okay, now we're not even dressed for brunch. Okay, y'all clearly <laughs> got ulterior motives up in here, and I came to the wrong place. Like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go. Exactly. I'm, we ain't even gonna say nothing. I'm gonna look at her like, Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and we gone. And I'm gonna grab my keys from the purse, girl. We gone. We too dressed too cute to be Mm-mm. shaking booty dust over people who feel like not that. <laughs> No, ma'am, I just paid for these beauty waffles. Dust. What is you doing? Yes, I'm like, why are we sweaty? I did my ma- beauty blender moment again. Once the beauty blender touches his face, I prepare for okay. a certain condition. I did my makeup in a way that would withstand sitting and sipping mimos- mimosas, not right. sweating in a club, okay? okay. <laughs> so okay. I got a problem. I got beef with the fact that I did not know that it was this fucking hot up in here, okay? <laughs> Again, I'm a thick girl. I don't like to be hot. <laughs> and you ain't got no windows up in here? Hell no. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. You know, when go. people of color get together, we generate heat. I don't know what the science is behind it. Like, you gotta have the windows. Don't do that. You gotta man. have windows. Have a whole patio, okay? Let's take the wall and roll it up like a garage. We need to have yeah, air. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like that. I, I am learning so much. On this <laughs> <laughs> I me and Shayla know. have never been to such brunches. I, we didn't no, even know. We did not thing. know. We did I, not I, know. I went to two years ago um, when it first started to kind of become a thing. I've since started to look out at the places before I go. So I don't oh. go to certain brunch places as a result. Okay. We have a lot of them here. I also think it's because it's Arizona. So like we don't have clubs. So, you know, when we, we try to find little moments to, you know, have whatever we can out of it. So it can easily turn from a day party to a club because that's what we get for the whole damn week at this one establishment. That's what it feels like anyway to me. So it's something that's building or whatever that we have here. And I've seen it in other States too. So, um, there, like Atlanta, yeah, you know, Charlotte like had one too. Yes. People that have DJs there, you know, and everybody's getting hyped and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, it, it goes down. There's but, definitely there's levels to brunch. Definitely. <laughs> okay. I saw, I saw one where the girls were like doing the whole uh, tube shots, and they were throwing them back, and the waitress was pouring it in their mouth with the whole See, that doing like club the whole. I was me. like, this oh. is Vegas. This is Vegas. <laughs> yeah. For real, this is a day party. Yeah, it gets it gets lit at some brunch places. You have to definitely go, let me go to the social media page. Let me go to the most recent event. Let me look at the videos yeah, and the tags. Know what you're walking into? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we appreciate that warning. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything more on social spaces before we move on, ladies? I do want to add one thing though, right? Because it's something recent and I found it kind of interesting. So, um. For during the Halloween time, uh, my boyfriend and I went to like a mystery murder mm. dinner event, you know, and it was with uh, his friends, people he knew. And so I knew I didn't know anybody there, but um, but I was OK to go into the environment and um, enjoyed it. I won best character. <laughs> Not surprised <laughs> at all. Not oh, surprised. Time, you know, but there was like structure to it, and it's like our engagement was kind of, you know, like not 
limited, but like we engage in these characters and these roles. And so it was fun. And then, you know, it took up the whole evening. So then even afterwards, the little social hour afterwards was just more like introducing and Good time and then we was out, you know. Mm-hmm. So now the same friends are hosting a Christmas party, and at first I was remembering like, oh, that that was so much fun, you know. But I'm like, wait, so what kind of Christmas party is this? Is this like a white elephant? Is this like, you know, ugly sweater competition? Like, is there something to it, or we're just like all getting together and we're just gonna be engaging? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't want to go, like, because I don't oh. know these people, and. I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be around them. Like, I mean, I'm just not like, and I imagine the same, you know, people. Maybe a few different, you know, mm-hmm. one or two, different, you know, faces or whatever. But I was like, it was fun in that space. And maybe because I like theater and stuff, so it was like interesting to me to do the mystery mm-hmm. murder stuff. But I'm like, wait, so you just want me to like talk to them? <laughs> We is cooking up a batch of honesty here. You know, I don't know where I thought your story was going. um, But I don't feel like going was not where I thought it was going. Plot twist. Plot twist. You really twisted that plot. She had me on the edge of my seat. Like, okay. And then I thought she was going to. game and we ain't going to like it. I thought she was going to ask, like, oh, babe, what what did they have planned? And I thought, like, that was going to lead us somewhere. She said, yeah. I was invested. I don't feel like going. I don't want to talk to these. So was I. And I thought about it more, and I was like, this sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to really know these people. Like, no offense. Like, because they're like his friends, but like, friends from a distance. Like, we are getting together because of the holidays. You know, last time we saw them because it was the Halloween party. Prior to that, it was a Sunday football kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. that was the very first time I met them. But even then, I was just kind of like, because mm-hmm. I don't know, and and it's not a self conscious thing because I'm currently not working, but I just get annoyed and maybe it's like the superficial conversations. Like I get so irked when people want to know like where you live, what do you do for work, like mm. you know what I mean. And it's just kind of like you're not asking because you're interested, really. Like yeah. you're trying to assess me to kind of figure out what, t- like who is this person? Oh, oh, you have a really good job. I've had really interesting jobs and, you know, and I enjoyed it and I would be proud of what I've done. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like, why does that kind of matter to you though? Like mm. talk, like talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of get like, I know it's almost kind of like the whole like dating all over again and you're back to the, so what's your favorite color? It's like, ah, I hate those kind of conversations. It's just mm. like, yeah. no depth, you know, so I just like. Actual like and like conversations actually are in depth that provide stuff substance, yeah. not so much of a profile. It sounds like you know, it's mm. like because you can read a crowd and you can genuinely be interesting. You could tell them, oh, that's so cool. Like, oh, I've always wondered, and oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, like engaging, but if they're just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like where about like where about in the neighborhood you live? <laughs> Why <laughs> you gonna come over? Because yeah. it's not an invite if I tell you. <laughs> I look for me. The air is throwing me for a loop the loop, honey. I'm so sorry that the audience cannot see our facial expressions. I can't and I almost got on my boyfriend's nerves because I kept saying, like, so what about the party? Like, is there anything else? He's like, they're just gonna have appetizers and drinks. And I was like, that's it. So I gotta like talk to these people. 
Nah, babe. I look. You know what? Have fun. <laughs> I'm not going. I said to him too. I'm like, is it is it rude to pull out? Like, is it too late? Because it's coming up next weekend, and we've already like said we were going. Yeah. Like, is it too late? And he's like, if you want to go, you don't have to go. Like, you could just say that something came up. I'm like, yeah, my mind. I'm just like the more I keep thinking about it, the closer it gets. I'm like, <sighs> well, I'm not you don't want to go anymore. I, I think no was a good of his answer. Friends are melanated intellect. <laughs> That's what I hope. She said they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. Another <laughs> thing about it. <laughs> These friends are because they're in the same work environment oh, or like field, I should say, oh, and they're like colleagues, but they're in the same oh, field, you okay. know. So they have, you know. So that's how they. I, I think I understand the story a lot more now. I understand conversation stale like bread. I'm <laughs> like the era is too much for me, honey. I was. I, 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 I don't know where I thought she was going, but she, she ain't really going with the alley oop. She that did. She took us on a journey. Oop. Yeah. She took us on a journey to she ain't going. But like just hear y'all talking about like walking into an environment with kind of like an expectation of mine or like you know what you're gonna be walking into. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's kind of what aided me in the decision to want to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like don't know what I'm about to be walking into, or I kind of know what I'm going to be walking into. Like, you know, that really mm-hmm. adds. So I'm just kind of like, that doesn't sound fun to me at all. I need, like, I need some room. Sarah would fit in so well to our family. She said, you know, I thought about it. I don't want to go. I was so excited, too. I was all looking online, trying to find, like, an outfit to wear. I was like, mm, should I wear, like, you know why? And the more I start thinking, I was thinking about the people who's gonna be there. And I'm like, it really doesn't matter because I'm not going actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, when it's free, I just got more excited about the fact I'm free now. I, I feel like wow. that's a big piece you that to honor though, because if you're not in the mood and you don't want to, it don't really matter what it is. The fact that you don't, don't go. Like, because you don't wanna fake it. People are gonna be able to feel that. Right. And also you are now ruining your time. Like, especially if it is like a holiday thing, like how, especially if it's on the holiday and like this day matters to you and how you spend it, don't spend it where you don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's the part of of me and Shayla talked about protecting your peace. Be comfortable just saying, no, I don't feel like it. I don't want to go decline respectfully. Yeah. In energetic hygiene, which is an episode we released earlier this season. Um, I talked about being conscious of your energy and if you don't want to be in a space, Mm. you could be, you know, messing with somebody else's energy because they can sense that you don't want to be there. Or, you know, like if I know I'm going to be funny acting and have a stank face, I shouldn't go. (laughs) No, don't go. You know what I mean? Like, don't go. Yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. Like you know, you gotta be aware. You want people to be conscious of your energy, yes. right? Like you're very protective yeah. of your energy. I hope we are, right? So then you want to be conscious right. of somebody else's. Mm. Um, okay, so shifting gears. Actually, Sierra kind of touched on this um, career-wise. So the next section is what comes to mind when you know it's time for you to leave a job or let's even extend that to like a career path or you could be going to school for that career path anything sort of headed in a direction when it comes to a career how do you know when it's it's not for you no more Patrice um since I've done this a couple of times uh, (laughs) I've had quite a few 
had a few aspirations in my day. Um, hmm. What was my tell? Honestly, I feel like I may have mentioned this on previous episodes. I don't recall which ones. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, sometimes when we think about the, a lifestyle or a role or an experience, we think about the things we know about it, right? And we don't know the grit. And it kind of goes, a little bit goes back to the red flag conversation. It's about what are you comfortable taking on from whatever this thing, person, or whatever it is. So, you know, I talked about, you know, my first career choice was to be a surgeon. But then I understood how insurance works. We ain't really helping people who, unless they can afford it then understand, which I wanted to help people, then also living in the hospital for these hours and hours and hours. Some people sleep in the hospital, being on call, not, you know what I'm saying? The lifestyle kind of deterred me and also the affordability. I couldn't afford it. You know, it didn't feel like it was receiving me the way I wanted it to. So mm. <laughs> it became a thing where I don't know if it's necessarily a convenience. Maybe that might be what it is. Um, I haven't really unpacked that far or haven't sat with it long enough, but when I think about how I picture my life, the things I want to see from myself, and then also the piece, the type of piece I want to have and what that looks like to me, it needs to be aligned, needs to be getting me closer to whatever that feeling thing experiences. And sometimes we don't necessarily know what that looks like, but we absolutely know what it doesn't. And this journey going down this road, going down this path, is not going to give me where I want to go. So I need to go ahead and hop off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that 150%. Yeah. And I think especially um, when you're in a career change, mm-hmm. um, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I hate when people act like being young is the only time in your life where you're supposed to quote unquote, not have the answers or have it figured out. Cause like I could be figuring out in my thirties, I can be figuring it out after I retire. I could be figuring out after I'm an empty nester, I could be figuring it out in my eighties still. Like I can mm-hmm. all, I always reserve the right to still be figuring it out. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to a career path, if you're in a transition or you're in a figuring it out stage, people kind of have this expectation. That's, that's just always, bothered me that people expect you to have the answer so going to your point Patrice I don't know what I want to do but I know it's not that because I just I just did that and I thought I wanted to do that and actually that's not it like just like Sierra said I'm not going like I'm not becoming a surgeon right like (laughs) I know that it's not that so we just eliminated one out of you know however many thousands of options there are so you know back to the drum board (laughs) Sierra what about you um see kind of Going back to the whole me going with the flow kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, growing up, I don't know if she's ever mentioned, like, our dad, you know, he was always like, all right, yeah. one of y'all got to be a doctor, one of you got to be a lawyer type of deal. And so she's gravitated to the medical side. And I was like, yeah, I can become a lawyer. I like that. And then I started thinking, I was like, well, what if I have to defend somebody who is guilty? Or what if I have to prosecute someone who I know is innocent? So I was like, oh, I'll become a civil rights attorney. And I'm like, but I really don't like arguing. This ain't going to work. So (laughs) (laughs) then I was like, but then I realized, though, something in that field that um, stuck out to me, though, was just about service to help people, though. That is something Mm. that I think that's why I thought that that could work. 
mm-hmm. but it's like no I can go down a different uh, avenue you know what I mean so like social work is kind of like my thing so like the jobs I had in the past is always like I want to you know provide service to someone I want to be of help to someone so it's like my job and even career like is I always see it changing though that's why I'm like I like the idea of a social worker because I can provide services for children. I can provide services for veterans. I can provide services for people with disabilities. And I've done that already in my past. So it's like, I like that flexibility. I like that movement. Um, so I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question again? <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're headed in the right direction, but it's what comes to mind when you know it's time for you to leave a job, career path, school, anything related to career? Okay, yeah. So I feel like once, I mean, like once I feel like I'm getting off track or off a line of my purpose, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, because, you, know, you know, I have background with retail, but, you know, I enjoyed it because it's a, it's a job that I was providing service. Like I was helping people to find, you know, suits to go to weddings and, you know, like special moments in their life, you know? And it's like, I helped them. I helped them with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, it could be anything. As long as I'm on my purpose, my job can look like anything. So that's why I, I was saying, like, I gravitate to the idea of becoming a social worker. Cause I can have many hats in that. And I'm still, no matter what, going to be helping people. But if I'm not on my path, my, in my purpose, you know, then I'm like, okay, I, I got off track. I got distracted. I saw something shiny over there and I explored it and I realized I need to get back over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like put it down, mm-hmm. go back over there where you, mm-hmm. where you need to be, you know? So yeah. I, I love that. One thing I do want to circle back to, cause Sierra just feels in the butt too. Growth. Okay. I know that based off what I need next, I can't get it from this thing. Mm. And it's time for, I've grown past it. I've yeah. hit every level, exceeded every challenge, you know, and at this point, the challenges are repeating themselves. Yeah. You can learn more about it, but you're learning about the same thing, different angles to the same thing over and over again. At some point, especially if you have sites on whatever that next thing is already, that can sometimes expedite like, okay, I'm ready to move forward past this thing. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. What about you, Cartier? <clears throat> um, you know, honestly, I'll be transparent. I think I'm still kind of figuring out what it looks like for when I'm ready to leave a career path. Um, I think for me, that one is more like intuition based. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's more intuition based um, because like sometimes things just even though I feel like I'm ready to go, things aren't necessarily lining up for me to go. And so Mm -hmm. I have to take this moment to stop be like, okay, okay, fine. What what is the lesson here? Like what's going on? Like what Patrice said, like challenges or lessons or obstacles continue to show up. Um, so I think I'm still kind of figuring mine out. Um, but so far I recently, um, got into like a tech program and things like that. And this was really the first time that I felt excited, um, Mm. about 
about my overall career and where it's headed. So I think that may be something that I need to kind of remember going forward. Like if I don't feel some excitement or some sort of alignment, then, you know, it's probably really not for me. So I think it's more like intuition based when it comes to career. Absolutely. Yeah. um, I think to piggyback off of what Sierra and Cartier said, alignment for me. Um, you know, so I've talked before about how I left corporate. Um, and I was really unhappy when I left. Um, and I was making the most money I had ever made and had a lot of disposable income and I was traveling and, you know, and still was the unhappiest I had ever been. I kind of made it to this point where um all the things that I had wanted to be when I first got with that company, I was right? Like Mm -hmm. the position, my first major milestone position, um, I had reached and, um, I was really unhappy and yeah, alignment is really important because it just, it definitely did not feel aligned with where I was supposed to be anymore. And it kind of started making me question a lot of things about where I was headed and why I was headed there. And I've talked before on the podcast about this, but sometimes our goals are not ours. They were put there by Mm -hmm. society or they were put there by our parents or, you know, just, I guess, just like, you know, Patrice and Sierra said like, Oh, a lawyer, Oh, a doctor, like those were not put there by them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's fine if those things are actually aligned with you. But at the moment you realize they're not, there's so many of us that spend a lifetime pursuing and being in jobs that we hate and careers that we hate. I think most of us will be hard pressed to find a person that we know that loves what they do. Um, And that saddens me that um, when it comes to that, there's so many options out there. I mean, there's especially in today's world, there's ways to make money without a degree, without a certification, without Mm -hmm. a license. I think today, yes, I think today more so than any other time, I'm going to say in my lifetime, like I've been around for a long time, but like, then I am aware of, and even, you know, the generations that have come before me, there's a lot of different ways to do um, and make money. And so, yeah, alignment is important. And I just, you wanting to try the thing. And I think releasing the pressure for the thing to be your end all thing. Like I said, like I'm re I I'm still, I can still be figured. I could be here for five years and then be figuring it out again and to be someplace else for six years and to still be figuring that out. Um, I think it's beautiful if you have what Sierra has, which is, I know I like to help people. And so I'm very clear about the fact that I need to be doing that. And that could be dressed Mm -hmm. up in a lot of different ways. So I think it's beautiful Mm -hmm. if you have the foundation of like, I'm passionate about X and X can take me in hundreds of different jobs or career paths. And then I think, I hope that gives you the freedom to be like, oh, let's try this one. Oh, let's try this one. Oh, let's try this one and get to see what works for you. But as long as you're headed in the right direction for you, I think you really can't go wrong. Um, so I hope, I mean, I hope that all of that made sense and that answered it for me. I just, I was so unhappy. I had to do something and Mm -hmm. leaving was, was just what needed to happen for me. And, you know, I think I had, I think I had learned all the lessons I needed to learn there and in that career path. And it was just time for me to pursue something else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would even say too, like to kind of piggyback off that a little bit too, um, 
this notion that careers are supposed to last forever, that one position, that one job, you're supposed to climb that corporate ladder. What if I don't want to be nobody's boss again? What if I don't want that? What if that isn't success for me? And I think it's really important that, you know, as managers, that's a conversation that's had, you know, for some people, success is money. Pay me for the work I gave you. That's what matters to me, not the title. For some people, it's about success is about being able to manage other people. I want that on my resume. That's a big deal for me to have having that title. That's that does whatever that thing is. It does it for me. Okay. So I think it's important to understand that and not everybody operates the same. For some people, it's work-life balance. I want to be able to pay my bills and sign off whenever the hell I want to or whenever I need to without worrying about hours, you know, all these other things. So I think everybody's not supposed to be wired the same. Your career job, I think it's, I like the concept of my job being able to grow and change with me because that's the reality of it. Mm. I am not the same person I was at 20. That was just 10 years ago, going on 11 in a couple of weeks. That was just 10 years ago. So, you know, my job could change. I could be like, you know what? I'm sick of y'all. That's a real thing. I don't want to come here no more, you know? And that's, that can be a growing feeling. And I think it's important to honor that. If you don't, I think that's how you get people who are sometimes even resentful because they put so much time that they really do not want to spend. That's how you get folks who don't want to do their job and it shows, you know, you're no longer contributing. You're no longer feeding yourself, your spirit, whatever you need on your day to day. I don't think, I think that's even triggering for me personally. Like, I feel like that could easily trigger a depression for me, not getting what I need out of my, where I spend a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. So it's important for me to really be particular about how I spend and where I choose to work at. And if it's not satisfying, whatever that thing is, helping people, you know, um, building something creative, creating something, whatever that thing is, I got to be up out of cheer, y'all. I'm sorry, I'll leave. I wish you best. <laughs> so, yeah, I would even add to that and say toxic work environments. Yeah. Um, you thinking you can, thinking it might be correct. I don't know. Thinking that you can do your boss's job better than your boss, that might be a good time to sign up. That might be a sign that it's time mm-hmm. to leave the job. You know, they can't ever do anything right. Like, I, I can remember a point where just, like, every meeting, I was like, why is we doing it this way? Why can't we do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. me. You know what I mean? It's me. Yeah. Maybe you yeah. need to, Maybe you need to find a new position. Maybe you need to find a new position in a new department. Maybe you need to leave this company. Maybe you need to leave this career path. I don't know. You got you to gotta yeah. examine that. If, if you're constantly being irritated and you don't feel the same way that you used to feel about your role, it could be time for a change. And you got to dissect how big or little of a change that is for you. But I'm, I'm very bothered by us normalizing, hating our job. I don't think we're supposed to hate our job like that. And that's not to say that like decisions always come down from upper management that, you know, people who lower management or entry level employees aren't going to always agree with. I expect that in any organization. Right. But, mm-hmm. but you hating your job to me should not be a norm. And so you hating your job is a sign to me that you need to be looking for a different one and a new one. And I think mm-hmm. we, we trap ourselves because we committed a lot of time, like Patrice said, or because we feel like we gotta, we gotta achieve the goal that someone else has given us. 
And I just feel like we create our own prisons a lot of time when it comes Ooh, yeah. to yeah. job and career paths. And like, then nobody, you told you you couldn't attempt a new career path at 40. You Ain't told nobody even told you, you right. no. Yes. Yep. Ain't nobody even this told you no yet. Moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. I'm just, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, we trap ourselves because especially with jobs, we are too young all the way up until we're too old. We're yeah. too young. We don't have any That's experience. No one will hire us. We haven't done the internship. We haven't done the whatever all the way up until we're too old to be trying something new. So, okay, I'm sorry. So if you're too young to be doing it and you're too old to be doing it, nobody's ever going to have a job they like. I just, I don't, I call BS and I don't know, somebody out there, maybe they need to hear this. It was on your spirit. I don't know. If you're listening, yeah. you feel an attack, this could have been for you. I don't know. This but is for you. If you this is sound. for you. This is going to sound really nerdy and, you know, my biology, so y'all just, whatever. Sometimes I feel like I need an IV linked up to Shayla's brain just to like give me <laughs> on a natural supply continuously whatever the hell's going on up in there right just pump it in i trust it okay um because that was definitely one of the moments it was it was truly yeah. um yeah and i think one thing too um like i feel like most of the time kind of piggybacking off of what you ladies said like I feel like society kind of forces us to, when we're young, figure out what career path you're going to choose. Because it's like, the sooner you start working, the sooner mm-hmm. you can retire. It's like, what? I'm 18, okay? <laughs> um, you know? So it's like, I can't imagine. I, I, I don't think 30 years down the line, okay? So I can't tell you that, like, if I start working at a hospital or whatever, that I'm going to love it enjoy it even like it mm-hmm. 30 years from now I'm going to be such a different person so I think what I've identified with me um like I am still figuring out a little bit as far as when is it when it's time to leave a job but I also feel very confident that like it's going to change and it's going to fluctuate because it's going to grow with me like the I feel like the jobs that we have pre- prepare us for the jobs that we're meant to have. Mm-hmm, and so you mm-hmm. can't always get all the lessons in one job. Um, yeah. You know, like where I work now, I never would have thought that that would have led to tech. But like, clearly there is something in tech for me to get that I can't get at my current position. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just think that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Like, you want me to make a decision for 30 years from now? I don't know. No, you know? no, no, hell no, no, no. I don't know. I'm gonna be at thirty. Yeah, and I yeah. get so irritated. Similar to Sierra, I get really irritated with the "What do you do?" Because I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Like I don't have a traditional thing. I just got certified of, as a transformational life coach, so I was in my certification, right? And I just feel like when you be asking from a perspective that's. I can tell by the way you asking that mm-hmm. you're expecting me to have an answer that I'm about to tell you right now. I don't got the answer to. So back off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't got, I don't owe you. I don't owe you that answer, especially if I don't know you that well. Like I don't. Yeah. Owe you right. that. That part. So yeah, I think 
I, I wish we were all for ourselves and for other people let go of the idea we're supposed to have something decided at 18 and 19 years old stick with that know and have an understanding and have it figured out like this people who got it all figured out for all of life is lying to you yep and i'm yeah. also lead with don't look at material things as a clue or as a yeah. validation to what you have figured out too, because yeah. you can have everything you want today and still be confused as fuck about what the hell you want to do and, you know, following whatever yeah. it is that your, your heart desires. So I think today we also look to what people have as far as possessions. Shayla knows I got to think about people checking pockets. I don't like that shit, but you know, materialism and well, what kind of car do you drive on? Da, da, da. I've been asked these type of questions. I'm like, bro, can you ease the fuck up? Like, why? Why does what kind of car do I drive? What does that contribute to this conversation? Unless we were literally discussing fucking cars. Like, what does that matter? Things like that to me also, I feel like it kind of equates to how y'all feel about people checking your lifestyle. Some people use that as like a validation of where you are in your yeah, journey. And oh, okay, well, they ain't that. Oh, they drive, they, they do it, they ain't really here, they doing this or whatever the case is, or oh, you got that type of car. Oh, so you blah 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 blah. That's not how life works. That's not how life works at all. Not even the slightest bit. Um, and I think today, especially with social media, we rely so heavily on small things like that. It's a space of validation. It's really not. That's not how shit works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's used as like, almost to kind of calculate like where you're at in society. Yeah. Like, are you successful? Are you whatever mm-hmm. the case? But I mean sometimes like when you're at the peak of what people consider successful you are the most unhappiest yes um like I've been at a place where I'm I'm making more money than I never made before like past Cartier would have been like ooh, super proud and I'm unfulfilled maybe that's yeah. what it is when I'm feeling unfulfilled in a position it is time yeah it's to time to move on it, it's not yeah. filling your girl's mm-hmm. cup up Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many yeah. people live that reality, unfortunately, of being unfulfilled in career paths and, and jobs and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we are going to head out and wrap up here. Ladies, is there anything that you want to say before we wrap up? I actually have one thing. I just want to say I don't want anybody to get the impression that we're shaming anybody who has any careers like because, you know, we are in a recession. So, you know, times are tough. And sometimes we got temporary jobs. Like, let me jump in here real quick. Let me flip these burgers real quick Mm -hmm. because, you know, they owe their, what what was it now? Like, you get $20 an hour, like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, something crazy. I saw that, but it's like 15 hours. But, you know, know, but it's just like, I can understand a temporary situation and you need to do what you need to do to keep a roof over your head, food on the plate, you know, Mm -hmm. feed your kids and do what you got to do. So we're not shaming anybody for having these temporary jobs. Just remember that there's a bigger picture. These are temporary. Yeah. Like, don't become complacent. Like, you can still find yourself in a position where you can be happy about where you work and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just want to like, I want to put that yeah. out there, like, because you know, not everybody has the flexibility to take time to find their path. You mm-hmm. know, and and not everybody's blessed to have a job that they love or find a job that they love, you know? So it's just like, we're not shaming those who are not on that path, but just, you know, just food for thought though. Like, yeah. 
I want to say it may have been Young Jock, but let me not. Let me not. You to quote Young Jock? No, no, definitely not. Not quote. Sorry, Young Jock. I like you, but I'm not quoting you. Um, but it was a story I saw on social media where a girl was like snapping from the back seat, like, girl, why is Young Jock driving Rideshare or something like that? It was some type of rideshare company. Um, and it was based in Atlanta. And I want to say he ended up owning it or something like that, but he had stepped in because one of his driver had called out or it was something much bigger than what she posted. She posted it to try to make it seem like he had hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. And it was a couple, it was like beginning of the pandemic, I want to say. And I just thought to myself, like, imagine trying to shit on somebody, even if that was a circumstance, because they're still trying to put food on the table. Like, that's so shitty. But that's exactly what I mean, though. Somebody could be saving for a house in this economy. Somebody could be, you never know someone's journey or or what the case is. So I think that it's very interesting how we become so vain, despite all of the different circumstances that we know exist. We know it's hard to afford a house right now. We know the type of savings that needs to go into that. We know when we're trying to move or relocate or whatever the case is, it's going to require some level of investment or stuff or start a business or buy equipment. So maybe I'm cutting back on expenses here, 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 and there. You have no idea what's really going on, but people like to really just make up whatever the hell they can. So, but yeah, yeah no, please, please audience don't feel ashamed. But so I remember yeah. I saw, um, what's his name? Tommy Lester, but Debo from Friday. Oh yeah. but was applying Southwest with me one time. <laughs> and I was like, Debo flying southwest but i was like thinking about it you know like nowadays like celebrities you're a little bit more casual about like Mm -hmm. the casual famous lifestyle and it's like just because i have the money doesn't mean i need to go because a lot of the time you know they blow their money on these private jets because you've got to pay for the staff and all Mm -hmm. of that you know so it's like or i can get this little southwest ticket fly to the next city and keep the push it right it's just 20 minutes i don't need a jet right right i'm like best believe debo is not broke (laughs) you know like i uh, yeah, he's flying southwest with me. <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, just to say, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, you know? yeah that's true. Um, well, thank you, ladies. It's always a pleasure having you on. We so, so, so appreciate it. Uh, for our audience, uh, reminder, go back, listen to part one. I don't know please. why you would hop <laughs> to part two and not listen to part one, but please go back and listen to part one. Um, definitely, if you don't already follow us on IG at Melanated Intellects, please do. Friendly reminder to fill out the survey, which is in the description. And of course, uh, Patrice and I will be back next week. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.